Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cartoon Time Machine. I am Scarlett. I'm Katie. Yeah, we did that so well this time. And today, we are setting our time machine to the future, like the sound effect I did. How that's impressive, actually. That's the sound time machine makes. We are talking about next year's animated shows. It's the end of the year. We're thinking about the new year. We're hoping 2021 will be better than 2020. And since there's a lot of great cartoons coming out next year, uh, so far, signs are hopeful. Uh, Katie, is there a cartoon that you're really looking forward to watch in the new year? I mean, there are, but I thought we would go month by month to see what the year brings us. Oh, so, you know, I did not plan my thing that way. My idea was I'll read the ones that are coming out for the month, and if we have thoughts on them, ah. we jump in. Don't, don't you love it, audience, when we, we plan out our, our structure for this episode <laughs> on, on the air while you have to watch us do it? <laughs> Let's start in January. Start in, which in January. There are only three series that are animated. Mind you, this list of animated things throws in some non-animated things, like it counts Mandalorian as animated, not that animated. doesn't make any sense. Most of the Mandalorians, but, like, things you'd expect to be animated are practical props, so... We'll start here. We have three TV series coming out. Headspace Guide to Meditation on Netflix. Oh, God, I, I hate meditation, guys. I know I shouldn't, but, like, I know that's... I know it's like saying, like, I hate broccoli or something, but I hate meditation. Gabby's Dollhouse Season 1, also on Netflix. It's definitely a very much child show, so we will not... I, I will say, I, I, have heard, I have heard people talking about Gabby's Dollhouse, and I hear that it is going to be very wholesome and good for children. So, you know, that, that's good. I, I, I get I doubt Katie and I are going to be watching it because it's, it's a little young for us. Not, not that any of these cartoons are age-appropriate for us, but... Um, well, maybe the final one of January would be, which is Jurassic World... Camp Cretaceous, also on Netflix. So, you know, I, well, while we're here talking about Netflix, I do have to say I appreciate Netflix, you know, trying to step it up in, the, in their children's animation realm. Uh, they're, clearly, they've got an eye on things like Disney Plus and HBO Max and are realizing that they're going to need to get a foothold in that animation uh, landscape. Apparently, they've just built a whole new, well, not built, but they have, they've started a whole new complex in Burbank just for their animation department which I think is a really great step, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what Netflix is going to do in the future. I mean, those particular shows yeah. aren't terribly up my alley, but I think, you know, because Netflix doesn't have the same, you know, restrictions as Disney does and doesn't have the same devotion to legacy projects as Warner Brothers <laughs> seems to, um, I think that we're going to start seeing some really creative and really interesting things coming out of Netflix in the next few years. Netflix does have some ones I'm excited for coming out in later 2021. Well, but, so with, that, with that bit of foreshadowing, what's coming out in February? February, we only have two series, kind of. I'm unsure if one is a series that's new. The first is The Snoopy Show on Apple TV. A.K.A. the one thing that might make me crack and get Apple TV for like a month. <laughs> they tried to get us with the holidays by keeping the Charlie Brown from us, but then we protested and got it back. But you know, what, what every a Scrooge move to try to keep the Charlie Brown Christmas <laughs> special from people. Like, who does that? They had to have realized that Apple. was terrible PR. Oh yeah, and no one. Some Apple shows, I see the thing, and I'm like, that could be interesting. And then I read the reviews and go, ah, it wasn't okay. <laughs> but <laughs> the Snoopy about, show, like, the morning show, like what, what was, what even was that? I know <laughs> it got Emmys, but like, what is that? <laughs> the Snoopy show might bring in some people because nostalgia. 
I, I, w I will say I've always been much less into modern Charlie Brown. Like, I liked the Peanuts movie from a few years ago that Blue Sky did. I felt like that was a really nice return to form. But, you know, I feel like it's been, it's been iffy with Charlie Brown movies since, like, the 90s. I think that, that original Schultz feel of that just relentless sappiness, you know, it's kind of like the Rankin-Bass Christmas specials, you know, even the Great Pumpkin, you know, not, not necessarily a Christ just the Christmas specials. But there's something so, th the fact that it is so clearly low budget, that these children, these, these child voices are actual children and not very good. I mean, they all sound awful. They all sound like they're, you know, reading every line painstakingly from a script but that there's so much charm to that i don't know if i want to see a slick animated snoopy show which is kind of what it looks like they're going for i think that i think that just makes it into every other you know animated series so we'll see you know i'm i'll i'll keep my mind open about that but i i don't know if it's if, if the reviews aren't aren't looking strong i don't think it's gonna make me buy apple tv plus it's a recurring theme on this podcast that we are scared of modern-day animation taking on classic reboots. I used to be with it, now what I'm with isn't it, and what is it is new and scary to me. Uh, so then the other, there are two movies that are kind of, I think might get some excitement of that year for animation, which is, I guess The Little Prince is just coming to DVD and Blu-ray, but Tom and Jerry is having yes. a new movie. Yeah. So we'll see and about are that. Are they having a new series as well next year? I thought they're also getting. Perhaps a new I haven't series. gotten to there yet. If they oh. are, or they haven't scheduled it because this will only mainly get me in the months, the ones that are scheduled to come out for sure. Right. So we might go we back also... afterwards and, and yeah. talk about the ones we know are coming out but might not have a release date yet. I have um, one. Uh, the last thing we have in February is to DVD Harley Quinn season two. I've, I've seen mm. a few episodes of the Harley Quinn series. You know, it's adult animation, so I'm generally less interested in it. But mm -hmm. it's it's pretty good stuff. So if you yeah, I've seen a couple. I checking it out. Seen a couple clips from it. Seems well designed. Seems like the characters are good. I'm not a huge DC fan, so I don't usually check out that stuff. I know you're more of that person for when we I'm, come I'm, to I'm talk big, to it. I'm big on Team DC, especially animated DC. But my my attention tends to skew more you know, child-friendly, and the Harley Quinn series is not. It is hard R if, if, if such a thing existed for a streaming animated TV series, but it is, you know, again, if, if, you, if adult animation is your thing, it w would recommend. Unfortunately for March, we have nothing. <gasps> Only three movies, one of which people are very excited for, one of which hurts my soul that it even exists. Is it a Smurfs thing? No. So we have Raya coming out to Disney Plus. Very And then we have the Boss Baby, Family Business. <sighs> now we're gonna move on so everyone cannot Thank you. Ball I don't, that. Wanna uh, I don't, I don't the, like the fact that we're getting those two head to head because I am concerned that Raya is going to, you know, not I know I know it's all streaming, so it's gonna be a little hard to say, you know, who's competing with who, but like I don't like the idea of Boss Baby getting all the attention when Raya looks like it's probably the more artistic and meaningful of those two films. It might be the animated film that cracks me for needing to see Disney Plus because it looks very good. It, it looks super good. The final thing for quarter one, because things are not also placed in the quarters, is Final Space Season 3 on Adult Swim. I have no idea what that is, but it's I've coming. Seen, I've like seen promotional materials for it. Again, not a big adult animation person. Um, honestly, most Adult Swim shows are kind of the same. Like, even Rick and Morty, which is like the most non-Adult Swim of the Adult Swim shows, they kind of all 
have that same irreverent vibe, which I don't know. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it's it's good for the audience that wants to see it. Then we move into quarter two and the three months of quarter two. We have no scheduled shows coming out. We only have some unscheduled seasons. So unscheduled, we have to Nickelodeon Baby Shark's Big Show season one. Oh, come one. on. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I, I am. It might I be a little so- late. <laughs> I am so lucky that my I'm, my sisters are probably not going to have children until once the baby shark phase is over because I don't think I could stand dealing with nieces and nephews who are super into baby shark. Instead, you just have a college-age friend who's obsessed with baby shark. Ah! <laughs> who will definitely teach her children baby shark. The world is cruel. The world is wicked. But you might be more excited. Wait, what? Uh, you might be slightly more excited for this. I misread it and... But now it doesn't make sense. We have Wee Baby Bears season one. I am so hyped for Wee Baby Bears, guys. So for those of you who don't know, Wee Bear Bears is a show on Cartoon Network. And it's basically about these three grown bears. One's a panda, one's a grizzly bear, one's a polar bear. And they all live in, like, San Francisco. And it's really fun because it's just kind of a, a, just a takedown of hipster culture in general, except that they're bears, which is so much fun to watch. Uh, there's an episode where they all get obsessed with, with reusable tote bags, and they end up basically just being consumed by a pile of tote bags. It's delightful. But in any case, the part of the show is that every now and then they'll have like a flashback episode to when the bears were like little baby bears, and they're so cute when they're baby bears, and now they're getting their own baby bear series, which I am so hyped for. I really want to see them as baby bears. I, it's I assume we got an full of serotonin. Uh, it is, it just says cartoon, so I'm assuming it's coming to Cartoon Network, actually. Yeah, yes, Cartoon Network. Car- cartoon Network needs some shows that aren't immediately going to HBO Max, but yeah. I anticipate that would be very cute if you're a fan of Wee Bear Bears, or if you just want, like Katie said, just a rush of serotonin of watching adorable baby bears doing things. It's, it's just great. <laughs> uh, July is a curse month. The world might end in July. with the t- There's one TV series releasing to Netflix. It's Beastars, season two. I don't know anything about it. It's anime. Not my wheelhouse. Yeah. So that's probably an anime, which I am not knowledgeable about, and I don't believe Katie is either. But Redacted, The Rise of Groove also comes out. We're not a Minions fan in this. this Redacted. Redacted, yes. We... Oh, the audience has to, the audience yeah, has to get our inside jokes. We gotta, oh, no, I was waiting for you to explain that. To I refuse to say that word. Once. We, we I are refuse not a to fan say of the it. words. Uh, they were fine in the first movie and then became a plague on society. My, see, my biggest problem at this point with the damn M words is that they, it's not just that they've sort of crept in and ruined their own franchise. It's that I feel like every, like, no, you're not necessarily like Disney or Pixar animated movies, but like certainly all the Illumination movies and even some of the DreamWorks movies all now feel like they have to have something that is Minion-like, and it's awful. Can we oh, it stop is. Stop introducing small, annoying characters with weird-sounding voices because it's it really annoying. Is something that became ooh, children like these tiny marketable things that make weird noises. So you have redacted and word. Uh, Porgs go on that, even though I, I let Porgs slide only because they, but only, I let them slide partially only because they were to cover up the native puffins on the island that they couldn't legally deal with. It was a good (laughs) workaround to the- Brutally murder, yes. Probably, but 
They didn't touch the puffins. That's what matters. So I'll let pork slide slightly because it was an okay think around. But I'm glad we don't have a pork animated series. I I I, I was worried that might happen. They're used wonderfully sparingly in the Lego Star Wars holiday special. That's good. Uh, August and September are empty of for sure shows coming out. Uh, quarter three is mostly adult series. Uh, you have Family Guy season 20 coming to Fox. Archer yeah, season, season 12 coming to FX. Bob's Burger season 12 coming to Fox. I, I think we're also still on track to get a Bob's Burgers movie sometime next year, right? Yes, it is earlier in the year. I skipped over it because we're movies. But yes, that's, it is coming fair. out in, I think, quarter one or two. I feel like I mentioned because I I like I like Bob's Burgers. I think it's a really a really sweet show that doesn't have a lot of the cruder elements of your average adult show. So for someone like me who doesn't like that, it really works well. Also, South Park season twenty five coming to Comedy Central. So quarter three is full of long running cart uh, adult cartoons getting their newest season. Also, okay. this one lists What If season one on Disney Plus. Is that animated? It is. Yeah. No. Ah. I also. So What If is, yeah. is, the, is the first animated Marvel series exclusively for Disney+. Plus. Also, Marvel Animation is now shut down, so rip Marvel Animation. But this is coming straight from studios. Uh, basically, the premise of What If is it's an animated series based on, well, What If, uh, various elements of the Marvel Cinematic Universe happen slightly differently. So we're going to mm. see uh, like what happens if uh, Agent Carter gets the Super Soldier Serum instead of Steve Rogers and becomes... I don't know if they're calling her like Captain UK. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not up with my Marvel comics, so you can skewer me in the comment section if you want. Um, but like, what if Black Panther became Star Lord? You know, kind of just wacky stuff like that. Just switching up the canon and the animation style from what they what they've shown of it so far looks really interesting. Looks like a really great blend of like comic esque uh, uh, designs, but also with some cool modern CG animation effects thrown in there. So I'm really excited to see that. I think that's going to be a really a really nice uh, part of the Marvel canon. It's also officially part of Phase 4, so there might be tie-ins, so be sure to watch that. It's a show that sounds up my alley, because I usually know at this point that I love to go, why didn't they just do this? <laughs> so maybe they'll answer my questions. Exactly. They'll be like, yes, we should have dealt with the bad guy on the first time before he we let him escape for a three-part film. <laughs> We needed to get to Act 2. Exactly. Big gripe with Logan. Not about this podcast. Big gripe with Logan is that it does that. Uh, October only has one thing. It's the Adam Family movie 2. Oh, why? wait a minute. That's getting a sequel? I thought that movie bombed. That's getting a and sequel. It did, but you know that that company can't be trusted. Uh, November has Clifford the Big Red Dog, which I'm still so... Wait, the, 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 the movie? The movie. Does that count as animated? No, absolutely not, but neither does The Mandalorian Season 3, which comes out in December, so. Okay, if ever there was a movie that would have benefited from not being live action, it's got to be Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, because, 100%. It just, I don't want to see a real kind of style giant red dog. Like, I, I want I, I cartoon. I usually am not a huge fan of live action movies that have like a CGI monstrosity mixed in, like you know, like Smurfs or Sonic. Like it, it almost never looks really good. However, in this case, I think they just you know did just you know in 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 post made a regular dog that they've dyed red look big, and it is unsettling because that red color 
on a very real looking doll. Pick up where we left off. Big dog. Small dog. Dyed red. Made bigger. Unsettling. Unsettling. But let's go to quarter four. Unset things. We have Big Mouth season five coming to Netflix. Not a fan. <laughs> I've heard good things about Big Mouth. Not my comedy style. So I it's, haven't dealt with right, it. Right. It's very raunchy. Very, very adult. So if, if, if like me, that kind of turns you off with both animated and live action movies, it's not going to be for you. For people who like that, I hear it's just fantastic. It has a brilliant voice cast. The animation looks really good. So, I, I, I can't, I can't yeah. say whether or not to recommend it, but it's, it's definitely not, not my cup of tea. Some of my film TAs who were specifically studying comedy writing say it's great. So that's all I remembered. Uh, the final thing for quarter four is the Casa Grande's ca uh, season three coming to Nickelodeon. Also, don't know a ton about that one. It's a spinoff of The Loud House, I believe. Um, That's what I was going to guess, because Casa Grande is just sounds yeah, like a, it's a spinoff of that. Yeah, it's just, I think it's similar showrunners. The animation style looks similar. I've heard good things. Um, I don't know if it's, you know, wildly popular and destined to be a, a cartoon classic, but I think it has a, a sizable fan base of children, All right. mostly. But now we get into just 2021. Yes. Things that don't have release dates. So I'll start. The first one up here says Transformers War for Cybertron. Trilogy? I don't know. It's coming to Netflix. I knew yeah, nothing I mean, about it. Didn't know it was happening. I don't I was, care for I Transformers. I Transformers kid. So I, I don't just make fun it. of the films. That's all I do. I make fun of Abrams and Mark Wahlberg. And that's all I know. I've heard, uh, I've heard Bumblebee is very good, but I have yet to see it because I was not uh, yeah. a Transformers kid. I have no attachment to this franchise. That's fair. Central Park Season 2 is coming to Apple TV, which is an interesting case solely from this year when... Oh, what was the actor? An actor left the show. Yeah, that was part of the, the white, white voice actors should not be voicing characters of so color. Kristen Bell? Oh, maybe it was. You know what? I think I right. think she left that. Central Park because she was voicing a mixed race character, and people were like, "Let's let people of color who are actors voice these characters because voice acting is very white." Yeah, I'm, I'm, and just you know, as a sidebar, I'm I'm really glad this is happening. Um, as a Simpsons fan, I have a very long and mixed history with these with many of the characters. Um, many of whom are just are just so beloved to me uh, that it's taken time for me to you know rationalize that they these characters have been harmful to the people of color who they are stereotyping uh, that being said I kind of hope I think for now they've shelved uh, the character of Apu uh, because his, his, his voice in particular you know being done by a white guy is a it's a pretty bad racial stereotype but I I kind of hope they'll bring him back and just recast him with an actual Indian person because He's always been a really strong character in the show, and I, I hope more shows follow Central Park's uh, example of just recasting because there's, mm -hmm. you know, there's there's no reason not to recast. It's you know obviously you know a, the voice of a character is an integral part of what makes that character who they are, and it will take some time for the audience to get used to it. But you know the show can go on with with recasted actors, so mm -hmm. I think I, I think it's a good thing that Central Park is doing that, and I think more shows should should follow that lead. The next one listed is Camp Coral coming to Paramount. I'm kind of excited for this. I don't know if it's going to I don't know how much Paramount Plus is going to be because 
I don't know what else they have, and I don't know if it'll be worth me getting, but that sounds really cute. I think that's a really cute concept. It's like the Muppet Babies of SpongeBob. And it looks kind of adorable. I, I like that it's giving it a fresh start, because I think the biggest problem with modern SpongeBob, you know, similar with, you know, modern Simpsons or even South Park, any of these shows that have gone on way too long, you know, the biggest problem is just they're, they're out of new uh, scenarios to put these characters in after literal decades. So I think the fact that it's a new location, you know, the characters, now that they're younger, you can, you know, in many ways, they're basically new characters. You can do things with them that you never had to do before. Um, I'm excited to see, like, a younger, more cheerful Squidward. Because, like, I imagine that's, you know... I, or, even funnier, a child Squidward who was exactly as morose as his adult counterpart. I, I don't know which would uh. be funnier. Like, on the one hand, I want to see a new side of Squidward. On the other hand, a child who is exactly as depressed as Squidward might be really funny. Or both. Let us see Squidward's spiral. Yeah, this is this is gonna this is the worst summer of Squidward's life. This is the, this is the <laughs> summer that ruined him forever. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Young Justice season four to HBO Max. Hype! I'm a big Young Justice fan. I am deeply <laughs> hyped. I was as I think I was in high school when the series got canceled for the first time, and like I still remember the emotion of hearing that it got canceled because there were too many female fans who weren't buying the toys or Hasbro believed they weren't buying the toys. And just the the moment of when I, when I am in charge one day of all animated shows, I will not let this happen again. <laughs> we know that's your dream. Ah, uh, yes. I, I, I don't, I don't want to run Disney or Nickelodeon or anything. I just want to be like the star of animation. <laughs> yes. I hope you achieve your dream. Yes, this, in, uh, in the post-apocalyptic hellscape that will be our adult lives, uh, I will rise from the ashes as the ruler of all animation. Uh, but in any case, very excited for more Young Justice. It's the Young Justice good. cancellation of the past is one of the funniest things to it me. It wasn't funny for us. I know it's not, but just it, the concept, oh, no, the awful. disconnect is hilarious. But then, so I'll list three quickly because I'm sure I know nothing about these next three. Arcane season one to T doesn't even have a show a place to go. It's going to T TBA or is that an actual place? No, it's just TBA. Yeah. I think it's to be announced. They don't have somewhere yeah. yet. I don't, I don't uh, know. I've never heard of that. I have no idea. What no, that they is. have no image. Also, uh, Ultraman season two to Netflix. Don't know anything about it. Looks kind of like Power Rangers, but yeah, new. I think it is kind of from what I've heard. The very little I've heard, I think it's kind of that vibe. Undone season two to Amazon. I don't know anything about that. I have never heard of that. Okay. And it's on a season two, so. Oh, wow. So, okay. So, definitely. The next one I'm excited for, and I know we have a big a friend who's a big fan of this, Castlevania season four to Netflix. Yes. I, I've, I've, it, it's one of those shows that's like on my list. I hear, I hear it's really good, and it, it's beautiful animation, and a really interesting story. So, I'll, I'll have to, to keep an eye out for that. Maybe that'll... Maybe that'll be the thing that will convince me to finally start watching. It's a quirky, it's a group of quirky group, it's a quirky group that doesn't fit together. It kind of just feels like you're watching someone else's D&D campaign happen. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, it's really, it's just silly at points with how things go and good battle sequences, good story. I need to finish season three though. Oh, okay. 
next two, we have Mira, Royal Detective, season series, season two. Can't see what the next thing is. Where it's I coming love to. Mira, Royal Detective. <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's a Disney Junior show. Uh, I, I, I love the premise. I think it's a really great premise i think a lot because for, for me i was never a stem kid you know i wasn't i didn't like i didn't really care about science or anything but i i was i did like detective stuff so i think if i had been a child when mirror royal detective came out it had it's, a, it's about a little a little indian princess who is also a detective so th those would have combined so many elements for me that i would have loved and it's explaining to kids about a culture that is really underrepresented in american television uh, so I think it's it's a lot of fun, and she has a really cute song. With, with, whenever they're doing investigating mystery, they have a song that's like "We're on the case, we're on the case," and it's really catchy, and I really like it. So this is <laughs> this is my plug for a Disney Junior show. If you have children, or if you are a child like me, <laughs> I would recommend checking it out. It's really cute. They had a Diwali special recently. It's really good. Oh, uh, my next my question is: Why are there so many female detectives, like searchers in media? Why is this like a common string? Because we look really good in trench coats and hats. Like you got Na Nancy Drew, Carmen Sandiego, Dora the Explorer. To be fair, Carmen Sandiego is kind of the opposite of detective. She's just, That's true. She's just a thief. <laughs> That's true. But there's detective aspects is more what I was getting oh, at. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you I mean, I, either the protagonist of a Carmen Sandiego series or as I experienced Carmen Sandiego as a CD-ROM game, you get to be the detective. Yeah. Love so Carmen Sandiego CD-ROM amazing there's so much next we have I mean, like crazy by calling it cg cd-rom by the way like as yep. i'm saying it i'm like oh my god does a child even remember when the word rom was at the end of cd <laughs> nope. all right next we have Ada's twist season one coming to netflix again has no image so i can't tell you anything Wait, at, about at it a twist Ada ada twist Ada twist all right heard nothing about that but let's see what that is the next one I have listed, I am very excited for, Dragon Prince season four to Netflix. Yes, okay, I gotta finish season three. I think Dragon Prince is underrated. Do, am I unsure if they should have gotten a season four for problems that were happening in the studio? Maybe, but show-wise, I oh. want to see it play out because oh. uh, it's just one of the, the the main guy in charge, who's the guy who came over from Avatar. Apparently, not not great to work with. Not not very nice to oh. female workers. Oh no! I wish but, I didn't know that. <laughs> As but I'm like trying the to finish the season, <laughs> still finish it because like the writers and the animators put so much work into it. Watch it for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's um, absolutely the spiritual successor to Avatar, and if, mm -hmm. if you if you are a big Avatar fan, it's it's definitely good for you. Again, feels like watching someone's D and D campaign in some ways. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Avatar back in the day kind of felt that way too. But it it. And in season three, which you're still watching, sets up a lot of fun things to see what's going on in the future. So the fact that there was not going to be a season four for sure stressed me out because I want to know what happens. All right, I gotta, gotta finish. I'll, I'll use the holidays to finish Dragon Prince Thank as well. you. Everyone should pick up a cartoon for the holidays and finish it. Finish something you want to finish. Such good advice, Katie. Uh, then the next we have B, the beginning, season two, coming to Netflix. Again, an anime, so I know nothing about it. I, I don't know. I'm... We also have Green Eggs and Ham, season two, coming to Netflix. I saw a little bit of Green Eggs and Ham. I didn't think it was that funny, and it was really trying to be funny. 
you, got, you know that vibe, right? When you see something that's a comedy and it's, mm-hmm. you know, you think that like maybe the character interactions would have been more interesting if they hadn't been like really trying to make you laugh every few seconds. It's, I don't know, it, it was, was not my cup of tea. Just from the picture of like the style of animation, I can tell not my favorite. Mm. Uh, a movie I will mention, the Reg- the new Rugrats movie. Is that a movie? I thought that was going to be a TV show. I It's listed here as a movie. I thought it was a TV show also. Well, we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what um, it is. I'm, I'm up for that. You know, I think, I, I, you know, I'm generally not super excited by remakes and reboots, but I think it's, it's been long enough for Rugrats, and I think that it's a, it's a simple enough premise, and, you know, the, the old show itself, you know, wasn't, you know, it, it's a good series. It's not the strongest, you know. I think there's there's areas where a modern look might might benefit it. Yeah, uh, I'm just gonna speed through some because they don't have pictures, and I don't know. Beat Bud season one to Nickelodeon, Kid Cosmic season one to Netflix, This Functional Family to True TV, Ugh. Mega City Smiths to AMC, a new season of SpongeBob. The Boondocks, Season 5 to HBO Max. Still can't believe that's happening. Harley Quinn, Season 3 to HBO Max. So, when I said earlier I didn't think the Harley Quinn thing was coming out, I think that was just the DVD release of the the recent. But But new season is coming. Uh, American Dad, Season 16 to TBS. God, I forget that's still going. Star Trek Prodigy, Season 1 to Nickelodeon. I see. I I keep hearing about this Star Trek animated series for Nickelodeon. I'm hoping it's good. I don't know what six is. I'm not a Star Trek person, so I. (coughs) Sorry, just how dare you sneeze on this podcast? (laughs) I I was like going through my head, thinking like, what is a person supposed to do when they have to sneeze on a podcast? Don't. Before I could, before I could figure out the answer, I just sneezed. (laughs) Now you've somehow gotten rid of even more fans, and we only have like two left. Did I just infect my fans with COVID through the through the airwaves? So, I know nothing about Star Trek Prodigy. I didn't know it was happening. I'm treated going to Nickelodeon, mostly. I mean, that, that makes sense, because it's a Viacom channel. Um, uh, and, yeah. and, you know, Star Trek works well for children. Like, if you want to make it for children, it's very easy to do so. Um, so, I, I, that, I might check it out. I've never been, I've been much more of a Star Wars fan than a Star Trek fan. Uh, but I, I, I might check that out. I think there's a lot of promise there for an animated series for, for Star Trek. It's not on a streaming platform, so always well, better I, for people. I think there is a an adult animated Star Trek series. I think it's currently on CBS All Access. Um, I haven't heard anything about it. I don't know if it's good or bad. It's an adult animated series, so I haven't really checked it out. Uh, that, continuing, Uzumaki, Season 1 to Adult Swim. Uh, F is for Family, Season 5 to Netflix. I have read a little bit of Uzumaki, and it's really weird, so I'm... I might actually check that out. Uzumaki is a it's a it's a, a manga series that is, I want to say it's basically like the Japanese Twilight Zone. I think is the best way to say it. Um, mm, it's got it's, that vibe in the image. Much more supernatural, um, and it's it's that might that that I think will translate really well to animation. I don't know. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. If there's already an anime of it out there because I think it's very popular in Japan. Um, but it'll be excited to see what, what that turns out to be here. Netflix has Dead Endia Season 1, Something is Getting the Harper House Season 1, Pantheon Season 1 to AMC, Marvel The Offenders Season... Marvel's The Offenders Season 1 to Hulu. Marvel's The Offenders? Huh. I don't know. 
I have heard nothing about that, and that's surprising because I'm a Marvel fan, so... Uh, Brendar the Barbarian, season one to Nickelodeon. That sounds Sorry, like that was just fun. really, that was really fun to read. Shows, shows that end in The Barbarian usually attract me, so I am curious and excited to see what that will be. Uh, Primal season two to Adult Swim, Woman World season one to Freeform. Blood of Zeus season two to Netflix. I have I've seen promos from Blood of Zeus for season one. And I'm intrigued by it. I might have to... I, it's on my list to possibly catch after I finish Castlevania. I, I'm a Greek mythology buff, so that sounds really fun to me. Exactly. Love some Greeks myths. That's what Thank I meant to say, but I said Greeks. getting a whole generation into Greek mythology. So true. Let's not talk about Percy Jackson, though. They're getting a Disney Plus series, and, and Rick Riordan is like... I don't trust anyone involved. anymore. He's directly involved, which I know is what we all said about the Avatar live-action series before the creators jumped ship. <laughs> Next, we have Solar Opposite Season 2 to Hulu. Okay, I saw season. I, I saw a few episodes of Season 1 and hated it, so I don't know what I would know nothing about it. be like. Uh, the next one's a movie, but I just wanted to say it's. I read it as My Father is a Dragon. Wait, My Father's Dragon? It's My Father's Dragon. Okay, guys, this was one of my favorite books as a child. It's an adorable book series. It's basically about, it's what it sounds like. It's about a little boy who is, you know, telling the story later to his son about the time that he went to a, a mysterious island full of magical creatures to rescue a dragon, and he has all kinds of adventures along the way. It's very sweet, very simple, very Wizard of Oz-esque, I think is the best way to describe it. It kind of follows a similar structure of person on a quest in a fantasy place, comes across mysterious creatures and along the way makes some friends, makes some enemies, and eventually finds their way home. Um, but it's a it's a really sweet story. So who, who is getting My Father's Dragon? Netflix, which makes sense because Netflix actually makes some really strong animated movies. I'm, um, I'm especially really in the mystical way. I think Netflix was involved with Song of the Sea, which is about Irish fairy, ta fairy tales, which yeah, is very like, pretty done and very magical. Song of the Sea is great. Um, I, I, so I'm really excited. I hadn't heard about this before, and I'm really excited now. I'm glad to make your nostalgia deck. Oh my god, I'm, I had like almost completely forgotten about it, because so it never comes up. You know, I think it wasn't, you know, I don't know how many children read it a lot, <laughs> as, as I did, um, but it, it was a very nostalgic piece for me, so I'm very, very hyped. Next, we have The Poll, Season 1 to Sci-Fi, Know Nothing, Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dino yeah. dot dot dot. Is all I see coming to Disney. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur looks fantastic. It's about the the smartest person in the Marvel universe, uh, whose name her name is Lunella, and she is she she basically has a telekinetic bond with a giant red dinosaur, and she uses her brilliant mind and also like genuine badassery to like save the day. It's, so... it's excellent. It is the best premise I've ever heard, and I'm very excited to see what Disney does with it. To me, that just sounds like Marvel's Clifford the Big Red Dog. It kind of is. It's like, I honestly, it's kind of Clifford the Big Red Dog, except it's a big red dragon. So, not dragon, dinosaur, sorry. Um, but that is, I, I, I think that's going to be very good. Love some girl power, love some people of color. Um, Kate, you know, especially at Disney, which has very rarely uh, had protagonists of color. So, that's going to be great. Next, we have Crossing Swords Season 2 on Hulu, which I am shocked is getting a season two, because I heard it was a terrible season one. 
heard almost nothing about it. I attempted to watch it because to me, the little characters look like Fisher Price oh, dolls. Oh, the, the, the Lego looking things, right? Yeah, they look like Fisher yeah. Price dolls, which was I made movies with my cousin and my brother with Fisher Price yeah. dolls and Weebles. We will swabble, but they don't fall down. And when we were kids, which got me into making films. That, so it's like, I want to look at this. a memory from my <laughs> when you said we will swabble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> they don't. They don't fall. They just... Uh, the next one I know many people are excited for. Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 1. Yes. Um, I, I'm not as into this as a lot of our friends are. Um, but if you're a Clone Wars fan, this is the Clone Wars spinoff that has been much anticipated and very people are very excited for it so this is my motivation to actually finish watching the clone wars <laughs> i started watching i was trying to get through all the clone wars series all the animated star wars while i still had my roommate's disney plus unfortunately i did not make it and i no longer have disney plus <laughs> i get disney plus man i know uh we no, already talked about that one uh invincible season one to amazon amazon's made some good superhero stuff yeah. Um, so it, you yeah, know, okay. I know nothing about it, but I trust Prime's ability to do uh, superhero stuff, especially weird superhero stuff. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I like we liked watching their Rocky and Bullwinkle series. So I'm just just in terms of their animated potential. They do a good animation. So we'll see that. Uh, the ghost, uh, the ghost and Molly McGee season this one. This is also gonna be great. I'm very excited for the ghost and Molly McGee because it's basically an odd couple show, but one of the members of the odd couple is a ghost who is cursed to be around this energetic young girl all the time because, like, it's it's like a play on like you know you go into a ha you know go into a haunted house or something and you like wake a curse and suddenly you're being haunted forever by a ghost. Except the ghost doesn't really want to be there. He's just a grumpy, angry ghost. And the girl is really okay with this and just kind of wants a friend. So right. that sounds great. I hear it's going to be it's going to be a musical. So kind of like in the vibe of Phineas and Ferb, there's going to be you know a musical sequence in almost every episode or in many episodes. Um, so I, I really like that. I've kind, of, I've kind of been missing that in the animated landscape. I really hoped more shows would follow Phineas and Ferb's uh, angle. I know it's difficult. I mean, I, kudos to Phineas and Ferb for being able to have a, a song in basically every episode um so I, i'm not you know saying animated shows who don't do it are lazy but it's really fun when you see a good musical animated show so looking forward i'm to intrigued that. now i love this odd couple ghost and child it it's that it, <laughs> if they if they use it to its full potential i feel like it's going to be really funny yeah we have beaches season one on freeform the sumner season yeah. one on sci-fi beavis and butthead season 10 Wait, it's ponies. Butthead is still going. <laughs> I'm shocked when I saw that, but yes. I thought that died like a hard death in the early 2000s. It was still watching you would think so. Butthead. But then again, you'd think most of these shows that have survived from the mid-2000s would have died by this point. I will but stand by are. South Park, but basically everything else is like 10 years past due. <laughs> uh, it's Ponies, season 2 on Nickelodeon. Remember when we mentioned the Smurfs? The Smurfs season 1 is coming to Nickelodeon. God, I freaking hate Smurfs so freaking much. <laughs> I know that makes me such a curmudgeon, but by God, do I hate Smurfs. Well, do you want one you're excited for next, then? Yes. Animaniacs Season 2. Yay! Okay, let's, let's take a few minutes. We already had our, our Season 1 predictions of Animaniacs video. We won't do a full a full talk on Animaniacs Season 2 for a while. But what what, what do you hope to see in, in the second season of Animaniacs, Katie? 
More songs, more side characters, less politics. Couldn't have phrased it better myself. I, I think that the fact that they know that they knew going in that this season was going to come out in 2021, I think they were making the shows basically in tandem, um, or at least, you know, very soon after each other. Um, I think knowing that in 2021, Donald Trump would no longer be president and there would likely be a Democrat in charge, hopefully that means that they've toned down all the politics and we can just have some goofy antics again. Um, That's what I want, goofy antics. Goofy antics. And, I mean, we they saved all the side characters from Chicken Boo. Maybe that means that we can have some Slappy Squirrel back, please. <laughs> I love Slappy Squirrel so much and she's so yeah. funny and she's... So perfect for like the post twenty twenty world because she hates everything so much. Really I, I reflects Slappy. all of us now. Slappy and Gen Z would get along great. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my god! I mean, I think I think maybe that's why she's part of the reason Gen Z has the attitude that we do because a lot of us grew up with that kind of humor, like from a very young age. I mean, it's it's perfect. We're we're just as nihilistic as Slappy is. Godzilla Singular Point Season One to Netflix. Star Trek, Lower Deck, Season 2. I think that's the other yeah, one we were talking about. Yeah, that's CBS All Access show, yeah. Fina, Pirate Princess, Season 1, to some show I can't, place I can't see. Ooh, that sounds fun. I like Pirate I like show. Pirate Princess combined. Yeah, I'm here for that. That sounds, that sounds like it might be a, a target at younger audiences. Um, if it's not, I'm really excited. I love Pirate Princesses. That's well, it is coming to Adult Swim, so the answer is adults. Oh, oh okay. Well, I was dead <laughs> wrong on that. Um... But usually if I've never heard of a show, it, it means it's either for adults or very young children. Um, what about but... Marvel Spidey and his amazing friends, season one to Disney Junior? I'm excited for this to finally come out. I, I've been, uh, Spidey and his amazing friends had a lot of shorts that were made by Marvel Animation back in the day. Um, and they're really cute. It's just, you know, kind of chibi versions of the Marvel characters going on, you know, very low stakes adventures and saving the day. So that sounds really fun. Angry Birds Summer of Madness Season 1 to Netflix. Netflix needs to stop picking up these weird shows for movies for kids. I need it to stop. I need it to cease and desist. I will write a heavily worded letter. I but moving I, on because I don't want to think about yeah, it. Dunfield Season it. 2 to Fox. I Heart Arlo Season 1 to Netflix. Amphibia Season 3 to Amphibia Disney. slaps. I just, just want to say, if you haven't been watching Amphibia already, Amphibia freaking slaps. Please watch Amphibia. It looks good. It Troll is Hunters. So good. Troll Hunters Rise of the good. Titans to Netflix. Tucka and Birdie, Birdie Season 2 to Adult Swim. Star Wars Visions Season 1 to Disney+. Plus. I think Star Wars Visions is there is the one that is helmed by some Japanese creators, so it's going to have a lot of anime Ooh. elements, so that might be really interesting to watch. That will be interesting. Love, Death and Robots, Season 2 to Netflix. That sounds kind of rad. The Owl House, Season 2 to Disney. Owl, Owl House, House is also rad. Everyone should rad watch Owl slaps. House. It's a Ridden. spiritual successor to Gravity Falls. So if that, if that, uh, sort of same with Amphibia. Both, both of those were created by uh, uh, former Gravity Falls uh, storyboard artists and writers. So if you like, if you were a Gravity Falls fan, both Amphibia and Owl House are shows you should check out. Uh, Ridden... Part of it was written by the wife of the writer of Shira. We cool. love strong women. Uh, Fancy Nancy season three to Disney. I like Fancy Nancy. Fancy Nancy is fun. <laughs> You're the real like you love some young kid cartoons. I mean, I, I can't say I love them because I don't, you know, I don't watch them consistently. But what I have seen of Fancy Nancy is just 
really sweet. She's a really charismatic character. She, you know, she's she's upbeat. She's colorful. It, it's good stuff for kids. It's really it's really nice. She's a lot of fun. Also, she kind of reminds me of my mother. So, <laughs> Mickey Mouse Funhouse season one. Mickey's Mouse's Funhouse is coming back. It, it's a it's not quite Mickey Mouse Clubhouse anymore. It's now uh, it's, it's got a different take. The Funhouse is a little wilder and wackier. They're going to do some more interesting scenarios. So looking looking forward to seeing that. The Chicken Squad season one to Disney Junior. <laughs> I haven't heard of that one. Doug Day season one to Disney Plus. Ooh, so that is the that is the uh, short series uh, following up. Uh, that picks that Pixar is making so kind of like the Forky shorts they're now doing one with Doug the dog from up which from the brief clip that we were showing at the Disney investor day a few weeks ago it looks adorable I love me some Doug uh Baki son of ogre season one to Netflix Pacific Rim season one to Netflix Pacific Rim came out so long ago I would bet isn't Pacific Rim based off of an anime or a manga originally this might be you an know, anime probably, version probably probably this might stick truer than the pacific rim film that flopped horribly the, uh, the last pacific rim did pretty well i think i didn't see the sequel oh, but maybe. i saw the first pacific rim and i liked it a lot so uh lastly we have maya and three season one what maya and the in the three season one to netflix mm. have not heard of that so Huh. There we go. That's all that's coming out in 2021. There's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> this was a targeted attack. I'm aware. I'm aware. I don't know what I was supposed to do about it. So. No, I, I have one that's not on here because it's unknown if it will come out because of COVID delays to animation. But also on here is Monsters at Work on Disney+. Plus. Season <laughs> Thank you. Which Disney didn't talk about. Disney. Yes, I'm aware Disney didn't talk about it at their investor day. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up, Katie. You're welcome. But also, but actually not on here is to Amazon Prime, uh, The Legend of Vox Machina, which is the animated show for Critical Role. It comes out in 2021, as long as things don't get further delayed because of COVID. That's exciting. I'm excited for it because I am a fan of Critical Role. I'm also excited for it because it is a animated show that was raised all its money from kickstarter and they got 11 million dollars off of kickstarter to make this show holy shit 11 million dollars they i don't know what they still do but they i have held the record for the most funded kickstarter huh. and they were funded in like two hours well, that's wild so very much a fan backed thing now they hold they hold the six, so they got eleven million three hundred eighty five dollars and four. Uh, so you know. Huh. Well, I I am excited by that. Um, I think there are a few other things that may, maybe aren't necessarily confirmed for twenty twenty one, but are currently supposed to be coming out. Um, there's also the Gremlin series for HBO Max, which I am very excited about because I love me some Gremlins, um, <laughs> and I I like that it's coming to HBO Max because I think. You know, otherwise it probably would have been a Cartoon Network show and it would have had a lot of age restrictions. But Gremlins, for those of you who don't know, is the film that kickstarted the PG-13 rating. Um, so I'm excited to see some of the, you know, I hope it's not too cutesy is what I'm saying. I hope it, it has some of the, the creepy, violent vibes that the original uh, movie had. Um, 
And then also, I think, to HBO Max, we're getting Jellystone, which is going to be the, the Yogi Bear slash Hanna-Barbera cinematic universe show. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to that, I gotta say. I, I like me some classic Hanna-Barbera, especially since it's, I think they've, mm. they, you know, there's different licenses for things like Tom and Jerry and uh, Scooby-Doo and like the more popular ones. Uh, so I think Jellystone is like fi- fixated on, you know, Yogi Bear, but also like Magilla Gorilla and some of the, the goofier ones that don't get the same popularity as, uh, as some of the other ones. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think than the average bear. Okay. Um, a lot, lot well, of think, stuff coming out next year. I, I think we have to end by saying which ones we're most excited for. Are there any you're exceptionally excited for in 2021? Well, like you said, Monsters at Work, excited for that. <laughs> um, but other than that, yeah, I think I'm, I'm really excited for, for uh, Ghost and Molly McGee and for Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I think, you know, from Disney, those are looking really exciting. Um, I'm excited for Camp Coral. I really want to see how that goes. Um, I, I think there's a lot of potential there. Uh, and of course, we baby bears because everyone needs more baby bears in their life. <laughs> how, how about you, Katie? What 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 is is thrilling you most from the list we discussed? Uh, Dragon Prince. I'm excited to see the continuation of where it was last. Uh, Cal- Castlevania. If I catch up ever. <laughs> Uh, Legend of Vox Machina, I'm very excited for him, will be, and we will both be excited for Animaniacs Season 2, because oh, this podcast will definitely that talk goes about it too saying. long. <laughs> I'm sure multiple of these shows that are coming out will be multiple episodes, so we're really looking to for future of not just cartoons, but what the hell we're doing here. Exactly, exactly. I Because we don't I know. No one knows what's going to happen in 2021. We don't know, you know, the, even these shows could get delayed. But I think it's so good that we can go into 2021 hopeful and thinking of all the good times that we're going to have. Yeah, yeah, you put it well. Isn't that, what, isn't that what we're all here for? All I'm wishing for in 2021 is we know the structure of these podcasts before we start filming. <laughs> no, we I, won't promise point, that. The structure of our podcast is that we don't know what the structure is before <laughs> we start. At this, at this point, it's the one constant. That's what our two fans are here for. Shout out to you two fans and person who unexpectedly got this in their YouTube recommended for no particular reason. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you, Rando, watching this at two in the morning. All right. I think that wraps up our outlook to 2021. I believe it does. So we're going to pull our, our cartoon time machine back into the present. See, I did the noise again. I did the noise again. That's the sound of a time machine door closing. As always, I'm Scarlett. I'm Katie. And we will see you next time. <laughs>